Welcome to the Beyond Belief podcast. We're glad you decided to listen to us today. We have designed this podcast to have a practical conversation about Christianity. Our goal is to make this show relatable, realistic, and relative. We will bring you the gospel of Jesus Christ so you can apply it practically to your life. We hope you enjoy the show. Hey, welcome back. It's the Beyond Belief Podcast. This is your host, Bill. I'm joined with Alan. Dude, what's up? What's happening, man? Oh, man. I don't know, dude. I feel like I feel like we haven't been getting together too much. Uh, we, we're working on other stuff. Yeah, we have it on this. No, not really. And I, I, I'll tell you what, man. The longer we stay apart, the more stirred up I get about stuff. Uh, and it was good that Facebook and Instagram and all those other uh, Facebook associated platforms took a little hiatus the other day for like five hours. People were wrecking their cars. Oh, I imagine. I, I was, uh, I think I have to ask you, I'm like, I wonder how many people had to go out and get meds for, for this. I bet happy hour attendance increased. <laughs> Probably so. Uh, it was crazy, man. Like my daughter even put a thing up there. How many times did you hit refresh today? <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, Oh my gosh, man. Yeah. My little girl came home and, um, she was like, Facebook was down for like five hours. Oh my gosh. It was so frustrating. <laughs> I'm like, Oh my goodness. <laughs> These people, uh, you so know, anyway. man, dude, you know, uh, we're going to go on this two minute thing where we don't talk about nothing back. Uh, I, I kind of grew up, uh, I didn't kind of grow up. I grew up with my brother. My grandparents raised us uh, for much of our young uh, adult lives. Anyways, <laughs> uh, my grandfather, when we would get bored, dude, he would go, hey, go read a book. Right. It was the worst, man. It was like that was like punishment. Right. It, you know, we would start picking on each other, getting on each other's nerves, fighting, whatever. And he's like, hey, you two knock it off. Go read a book. Right. And it was he, like, oh. Yeah. Like who wants to read a book? Yeah. Like we want to go shoot BB guns at each other. <laughs> right. Anyways, it was it. And so I, I equate that to when Facebook goes down, you want to tell somebody go read a book right? <laughs> because they don't know how to sit still, man. They, they want to be in there and like doing, I mean, it's not. So if Facebook went down and Google went down, Oh geez, the world would melt. It, yeah. And Twitter people would be like, I, I don't know how to do this. And oh, Twitter. Some, I bet people couldn't drive their cars. Probably not. Uh, I'd be crazy. So Anyways. Anyways. So, uh, for a while, well, I don't know, maybe a week or two, we've been talking about this topic. Uh, you came up with it, I think. Yeah, I think. I, don't uh, know. I have no idea. Anyways, I'll tell you, you know how we know when we're on track is when we start to see a topic or a conversation start to reoccur throughout a day or a week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that happened with sanctification yeah, for months. Definitely. I mean, it was like, okay, enough already. Have the <laughs> right. conversation about sanctification. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but anyway, so uh, this is what we wanted to do is talk about grace today. And I'll tell you, man, even this morning, uh, Kelly sent me something that yeah. uh, it's not, I think it's a podcast or a listener or something. It wasn't on Apple podcast and it wasn't a YouTube, but it was about grace. Yeah. I started listening to it and I was like, okay, right. I'm like, this is weird. Yeah. And it's not weird. It's divine. Um, anyways, uh, I don't know how you want to, how do you want to shoot at this? I know you got a whole tablet full of notes, Well, you said you were prepared, buddy. I am prepared. So. I have like 14 tabs opened up on my computer. Oh, okay. Good deal. Uh, uh, well, man, the, the first thing is, is I think 
So what it okay, is. so I had an interesting conversation oh. with my wife. Oh, okay. Um, you and, took it for a spin, and we were yeah. So we were we were talking about something I don't even know, and she's like, you know, all the time that I have been going to church, all the years I've been going to church, and the different churches I went to, you never, hardly ever, yeah, hear uh, sermons on grace. And to me, grace is so important because grace is freedom. Yeah. Really. I mean, because you don't feel, first of all, as we all should know, uh, the Ten Commandments aren't there for us to live up to anymore or, or just, they're not there to, to, oh, how can I say it? Um, our keeping of the Ten Commandments is not our goal. The, the, the reason for the Ten Commandments is to show us that we cannot we can do it. receive, um, we can't be righteous by keeping those. We need Jesus Christ in our lives yeah. to forgive us. We can't do anything. Um, only Jesus Christ can. And only the Holy Spirit can guide us through so many of those things that we struggle with. Yeah, it's so, you know me, I like to go pull stuff up. Um, it says the the definition of grace, right, is unmerited favor. Right. We don't deserve it, right? We don't deserve God's benevolence. Right. It's undeserved. We, uh, uh, there was one thing I found, I thought it was actually really good, that talked about uh, what we deserve, right, is punishment. <laughs> yeah, hell, uh, hell, death, right. We deserve yeah. because of our sin. Yeah. Uh, and and a lot of people, you know, this is another thing, man. A lot of people question God's goodness right. because of all the bad that we create. <laughs> right. You know, we go out and create all this stuff. I mean, it's not. He's not down. He's not up there you know, moving us around like chess pieces to do all these bad things. We're, right. we're creating the bad. God is always good. Right. right. It doesn't mean he, he can't, uh, extend wrath. It, you know, there, there are times where God has said that's enough is enough. Old right. Testament, new Testament, current day. He's just said, that's enough. Right. Uh, and anyway, so it's interesting to me, we deserve hell we deserve death, but yet his goodness and his grace, uh, which we do nothing to provide, right. we that has we can't do anything for it. It's unlimited uh, and unmerited, right? No matter uh, what we do. And to me, you're right. That's what it all. That's what it hinges on. Uh, his grace is what extended Jesus Christ on the cross for us. Yeah, because, absolutely. Right for uh, what extended his grace was sacrificing his son to die for our sins. Right. Anyways, there was one thing in here. Uh, oh, God shows both mercy and grace, but they are not the same. Mercy withholds a punishment we deserve. Grace gives a blessing we don't deserve. God chose to cancel our sin debt by sacrificing his perfect son in our place. Uh, you know, if you read Titus 3, 5, 2 Corinthians 5, 21, it goes on to show those, uh, uh, to talk about it. Uh, he, he goes even further than mercy and extends grace to his enemies. He offers forgiveness, uh, to us, reconciliation, abundant life, eternal treasure. Uh, a lot of things I pulled, I pulled this from God question because it summed it up. Uh, when we talk about grace, uh, grace is God giving us the greatest treasure to the least deserving. 
uh, we are we are the least deserving. We don't deserve it. Right. Uh, anyways, as I punch some things around, uh, that's what grace is. Why do we need grace? Why do, because we can't do it on our own. We can't. We will never be worthy. Um, we we wouldn't need it if we didn't sin. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yep. We wouldn't need it. If we didn't sin, we wouldn't need it. And that's right. not ever going to happen. No, we're going to be sinners till the day we die. Um, right. But, Sorry, I took a drink of water. That's cool. So anyway, Romans uh, 6, 1 and 2, you know, is, shall we, <laughs> what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid, how shall we that are dead to sin live no longer therein? So I, I, I always like that, <clears throat> that verse, that scripture, uh, because we cannot do it on our own. No. We should, we should not be sinning on purpose. We shouldn't be going out and be like, Oh God, take care of this. I'm under grace and, and just doing whatever yeah, we you want be to. Careful. Absolutely. Um, but we need to realize, you know, when you mess up, when you, I mean, things happen, you're going to lose your temper. You're, I mean, we're going to sin always. Yeah. Yeah. It's always, it, it may be less um, than it used to be, but we're could always be more gonna, in some seasons. It, it man. could in I some mean, seasons. Absolutely. Um, but the thing to remember is um, God's grace will cover it. We're not going to. Be have our salvation and say a curse word or fly off the handle and, you know, lose our temper or whatever and lose our salvation and then have to re up. Yeah, um, right. So, well, you know, I want to stay on the sin thing for just a minute because it, I think what happens is we get desensitized. Oh, absolutely. To, to sin, to the yeah. word sin, right? Because uh, people, uh, a lot of churches don't preach on it. A lot of churches don't even bring it up. A lot of churches bring it up, but they dismiss it. Yeah. Right. It becomes dismissed. And I was talking to a buddy of mine yesterday and, uh, you know, some, I told him about, uh, somebody I listened to. He was like, Oh my gosh, can't believe you listen to that. And you know, we've gone back and forth. I've picked apart some of the people he sent me. Right. And, you know, and, and here's the deal, Right. The sin that we know about somebody else yeah. uh, is only because it's been exposed. Right. There are people that you and I interact with that we'll never know their sin. They live in it, right? Yeah. They, they may live in it. It may be abundant. Right. And we just don't know about it. It's only because we don't know that we don't, uh, we don't look at their life of sin. People know my sin. There's a lot of people that know what I've done. Right. Right. I put it out there. So have you, you've put some stuff out there, a lot of yeah. stuff and, and that's our sin. And, and so here's, for me, there's a difference, right? You just said it. If we continue to live in that sin, we continue to do it based on God's grace. Yeah. That's not a good idea. No, not at all. Right. We're just running a sinful life saying, well, God, you know, God has graced me with his grace. So yeah. I'm just going to continue on. Right. Uh, eventually he'll get tired of that. Uh, at some point or, you know, whatever. I can't say what he'll do. Cause I don't know what God will do. Uh, but I will say that in my past, even, even since my salvation, if I continued in a sin, God will not bless that. 
Yeah, there is no blessing for it. There yeah. is no blessing to continue in your sin at the mercy of God's grace. There's right. no blessing for it. And that's that's the point I'm trying to make. With the sin thing, though, I will say uh, some people may appear that they don't sin as much, right? That they've got it under control, that they're living the sanctified life more towards uh, living holiness, uh, holier for, for God. Yeah, They still struggle with sin. We may not know what it is but they still struggle with it. Yeah. The difference is, is that you have to, God has to be at the front. You have to turn to God for your sin. I struggle with stuff still, but I turn to God for, because I know I still struggle with it. It's like that is, ah, I wish I could pull it up, man. And I don't know if you have it, but uh, the part that Paul writes where, what is it? Is it Romans eight where he writes about uh, the things I do? I do not, yeah. I can't think. I want to pull that the up. Things because that, the things that I want to do, I do not. Oh, and man. the things that I don't want to do, I do. <laughs> Listen, I read that yeah. and you would think I would know what it is. Uh, I read it so much because yeah. that that is me. Yeah. Like I That's think about that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think people glaze over stuff sometimes. Right. They're like, well, you know, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to be good. Right. You know, I'm just going to lead a good life. Uh, and that's not the purpose of grace for us. Right. Well, grace is extended to encourage us to be more Christ-like. Absolutely. Because he gave Christ for us, <laughs> for our sin. Right. Well, you said it while ago, you know, the, um, the churches, there are a lot of churches don't preach about sin anymore because you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. You don't want to, yeah. you know, upset the, yeah. the apple cart or whatever. Um, Do you but, say upset the apple cart? Yeah, something like that. Okay. So anyway, uh, but what I was talking about in the beginning with my wife, they don't preach about grace either. You know, you, you never yeah. hear about grace because grace yeah. is, is such freedom because if you're, if you're living under grace and you're not trying and you're not l- consciously living in sin, yeah. I mean, we're all going to mess up the things that's happened. Um, you are going to, um, the grace is going to be extended to you right? regardless. And when people understand that, then the rule book checking the boxes is irrelevant. You, it doesn't, it doesn't help anything when you're, um, you know, trying to live up to someone else's standards when you realize if you try to live up to somebody else's standards, you'll experience more disappointment. Oh, absolutely. You just will. You're yeah. never going to, you're never going to match up to that. Cause every time you do, it changes. Absolutely. The standard either goes up or it goes down. Yeah. It's never, it's always in flux. Uh, yeah. well, you know, you're it, one thing I wanted to say when you, because you just said something that, uh, brought up a thought for me. So when, for me, what does grace look like for somebody, right? Like it's hard to, if somebody was listening there, they're, uh, a new believer, uh, just turn their life to Christ. They may say, well, I, you know, I understand this grace. It's on, you know, I don't deserve it. It's God's favor to me. It's God's blessing to me. I don't understand what it looks like though. Uh, in the real world, what I, and this is the way I understand it and the way I equate it. And I don't know there'd be people out there be like, yeah, you know, you're way off base. I don't care. Right. The, the way I look at it is grace is being able to forgive myself. It is because let, let's say, let's say I'm out there and I joke about this, but this does happen. I'm out there, I'm using a, you know, I'm fixing some fence boards on, on the property and I drive a, a nail right through my thumb 
All right. So I'm not like, Oh boy, that hurt. I mean, I, I get, I might get fired up. You get, uh, I might say something. You get animated. Yeah. And I know that that, that that's wrong and it's a, you know, it's a sinful response. Uh, for me, I know because of God's grace and, and where I am, uh, in my Christianity, I know when I sin, if I'm not living in it, like, and I'm, you know, I, I don't deserve grace. If I'm living in sin, if I'm, if right. I go right now and get up and walk over and turn on the computer and look at porn, I don't deserve God's grace. Right. I don't deserve that. Cause I know that's wrong. You know, I go out there and I hit my hand and I'm like, beep, 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 you know, and I'm cursing like a, a, a sailor, uh, to me, the grace is because I know when I, when I tell myself, I talk to myself and I'm like, man, that was horrible. I shouldn't have done that. God, please forgive me. I know that's grace. Right. That is God. There is grace there for me. I can't go sit down and watch porn and go, you know, and then 20 minutes later, I go, God, please forgive me. Like I, you know, because I, right. I knew I was doing that. Right. I, even though he will. Right. Even though I, I, but I don't deserve that grace. Right. Uh, and it's not that we can pick and choose, but you, you have to be careful. Uh, I don't know. I'm probably confusing a lot of people, but you have to be careful when you, if I go rob a bank. Yeah. Right. And I go in there and I, you know, I take a gun and I tell everybody, you know, the old, like in the movie, the old cliche, stick them up. It's a bank robbery. And, you know, put, put all the money in the bags and I walk out and I go, God, please forgive me. I shouldn't have robbed this bank. Uh, yeah. You know, I I just think there's a lot of times that people are going to be confused or maybe not, not confused, not understand, uh, some of the things in Christianity and grace is one of those. And for me, I feel like for grace, it's being able to forgive yourself and understand that God has already forgiven you, uh, which allows us to be forgiven unless we're intentionally and deliberately going into sin, expecting his grace. Right. And then I don't think that that's, that's true grace on our end. Right. Well, I think, I think, and once again, I screwed you know, that up. No, not at all. I, that was, that was good. Um, grace is misunderstood and grace because yeah. grace isn't taught yeah. because there isn't a lot of time spent on grace. Yeah. You know, um, like I said, when you understand grace, you're no longer checking the boxes. You're you're no longer feeling that guilt. Now, there's conviction when, like you said, if you're continually continually living that way, or um, you're planning to do something that goes against God's yeah. um, what He wants you to do. And you're grieving the Holy Spirit. Definitely, I mean, there. Um, well, you're doing all kinds of stuff wrong. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, you it's know. not just living in sin. Now you're not listening to the Holy Spirit. Well, there's conviction. There should be conviction of yeah. the, that stuff. Yeah. And if there's not, you know, um, you got to look at the the relationship. You know, how, where, where's your relationship? Where's your soul? Where's your heart? Because it says, you know, in the Bible, um, where your heart is, your treasure will be also. Your treasure should be been pleasing to God. When you're truly saved. Yeah. I listened to this message the other day and I sent it to you. I sent it to a couple people about how would you finish this sentence? Right. And I don't remember what the question was. I have to go back, but it was in, it was in relation to, uh, you know, how would you bring glory to God? 
Yeah. You know, what does your life look like? Right. Like how, what does your life look like? And the end of that is in the middle, the blank is, uh, how you bring glory to God. So what does your life look like? How do you do that? You know, how do you do that as a school teacher, as a paramedic, as a, as a whatever, you know, because, and we say this all the time, I say it more, uh, as children of God, our responsibility is to the kingdom of God, like to heaven, the kingdom of God is heaven. And our responsibility is to glorify that every day. It's not a, it's not a, uh, a biweekly or a twice a week, uh, task or responsibility where, you know, well, I went to church, I'm glorifying God. Are you really? Uh, so anyways, my question, this, where, where this was going is who gets God's grace? Who, who is able to have God's grace? Uh, is it available to everybody? Is it available? Right. Only his children. Right. So, and that's the thing is people will often wonder, "Ah, this is me. Um, I mean, I physically will put my hand up. When I was not a child of God, I was like, why doesn't God take care of me? Right. Why is God letting this happen? Yeah, exactly. Holy cow. Guess what? The reason God's not taking care of you is because you are not in his family. Yeah. You haven't decided I can't do any of this. Well, that's been uh, such a misconception because there's so many people out there that have no desire to have yeah. a relationship with yeah. God. Right. They don't read the Bible. They don't right. care. Um, they just think of God as this guy that's in the sky that just takes care of everything. God is good. So everything should be good in my life the way that I want it. Right. You know, right. I, uh, we and, live that. And when something, we? and when something goes wrong, uh, we're like quick to blame them. Oh, it's not my God, fault. Why'd you let this happen? Right. Well, because you weren't doing anything different in your life. So God has no, um, interaction with you at this point. I struggled in the beginning, dude. I'm going to yeah. tell you, man. Uh, and I don't mean the overwhelming part, but I didn't, I didn't understand. It's so important for people to understand, right? Like when you turn your life over to Christ and you're, you know, it, it really, it, it takes the pressure off of you. You're not, you're not capable yeah. in either regard. You're not capable of saving yourself. It has nothing to do with you. Right. It has. And that's what people are like, oh yeah, I'm saved. Well, it, it, if you put it towards yourself, then you make yourself the person that was able to save yourself. And it, right. it's not you. It's just because you're incapable. But anyways, if people would understand that once they get to that point, if they would just, and this is where I lost focus in the beginning is I thought I had to do all this stuff. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like I had to do all this stuff. I had to read, learn, build my knowledge base. I Man, I just had to start doing all this stuff and I lost, uh, I didn't have relationship. I had religion. Uh, and I, and it was a mess, man. I was broken. Uh, it was, it was bad. Uh, my family was broken. My wife was broken. It, a lot of stuff was broken because we weren't trying to develop our relationship with God. Uh, we were looking to things, trying to fix it ourselves still. Yeah. And that's not grace. Grace is not that you can't fix it yourself. You have to relinquish and depend on God for his mercy and grace. And when you do that, you understand that, uh, it doesn't matter how people look at you. It doesn't matter if they forgive you. It doesn't, you know what I'm saying? Like all the things that you think are important, that's because you think it, and it's not, it's, you have to, you really, there's a lot of religion out there, man. You and I look at that online, uh, uh, 
even sermons that we watch, these prosperity gospels, things like that. If you're pointing anything to you, you remove God's ability for his grace. Right. You, because you're thinking you, and you and I live this way for a while. We, I could fix it all. You know, I could do it. You could do it, you know, and, and that's not the case. So, yeah. uh, Well, grace, grace will help us in with every need. Um, right. When we take ourselves out of it, we're trying to fix everything ourselves. It's disastrous. Um, I have a question for you. Oh, geez. See, I don't like when you do this kind of stuff. Yeah. So where does grace first appear in the Bible? Golly, bro. I want to say Genesis. It is. Yeah. To whom? I'm going to go with Noah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, All right. So tell me about it. Why? Why and how? Uh, In... Why? Um, I'm not sure, but I know well, it's because he was sinful. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like people are going to, th- people look at some of these Bible characters uh, and they're like, well, no one ever sent. Right. No, I thought you meant what instance brought, oh, brought right, to that right. point. So anyway, <laughs> his birth. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 So anyway, um, in Genesis six, eight, you know, giant, um, Noah finds favor in the eyes of the Lord and favor is another, uh, in the Bible term for grace. Right. Uh, yep. if you look at, I don't know if a lot of people do it. I don't do it as much. I don't go back and do the, uh, well, I did this the other day with Lucas. I pulled up my app and we did a, a word study in the Bible. And, uh, because you can hit the little speaker and it says the word in Hebrew. Okay. <laughs> and he was just like, what is that word? Why <laughs> right. do you keep hitting play? And I, I was trying to say the word and he was like, he said, uh, what does that even mean? So then we got into this word study thing. Right. And it's interesting because if you do look at things like favor and grace, they are almost synonymous in the Bible. It's not the same word, obviously, but it's it's very synonymous. I think f- grace is charis or charis, charis or something like that. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Anyways, where were we, where I'm were we going? I'm not that smart. Actually, what we're saying is um, this sums it all up and it's Romans 6.14. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for ye are not under the law, but under grace. Um, so we can't do it on our own. We can't. We can't do everything that we need to do by keeping the law. No, we need grace. Well, you we can. Are, you can try to keep the law. It doesn't mean you're not going to sin. Yeah, absolutely. You can. You can obey the speed limit. Yeah. Right. Doesn't mean because. I'm not going to get all, and we'll use this on a different topic, but there's the letter of the law and the spirit of the law. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, exactly. And the spirit of the law is having the law written on your heart. Right. It's not memorizing this checklist. Oh, I shouldn't do that. You know, whatever. It's having that on the inside. It's having that written on the, on the tablets of your heart and the Holy spirit allowing the Holy spirit to guide you. Well, it's interesting now that we've already derailed this conversation. <laughs> well, it's interesting, right? A lot of people look at the letter. When we when somebody does something, we're like, oh, I can't believe that guy committed this. You know what I mean? We right. don't look at the spirit of something. The spirit, and I'm not talking about, you know, was it done in, in good faith? I'm talking about was it done 
uh, as a Christian in the faith of Jesus Christ? Is that, was that your, you know, was your intention uh, godly? Was it, or was it manly, worldly, carnal, right? right? Like that. So if you look at something somebody does and let's just say uh, they murder somebody, right? Immediately we're like, uh, you know, this thing happened, this thing happened, this thing. We're looking at the letter of the law. Right. right. We're, we're viewing it through the lens of the letter of the law. Right. And I'm not saying to dismiss murder. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying the spirit is sometimes that's where you can forgive somebody for something. Right. Right. As a victim of something, you could forgive something because of the spirit right. of it. Well, not the letter of it. I think within the spirit of it, you know, there's a difference between murder and killing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and murder you was know, a wrong one for me to use in that sense. I just right. meant more for so us to extend grace. If he killed someone, definitely because did he do it out of self-defense? Or did he do it for yeah, right, whatever? Yeah, right. But it, yep. if he did he murder that dude because he wanted to be with his he wife? He got angry at him. Right. Or found out <laughs> he was cheating on him or something. Right. Yeah. So yeah. whatever. We can't condone murder there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, that was, all right. So now twice now you've thumped me in the back of the head. That was a that was probably not a good example of it. I just meant in the sense of our forgiveness of something. Right. Because the letter only allows you to look at things in black and white, whereas the spirit allows you to understand the grace of God and extending grace yourself. You can't yeah. extend grace without knowing the grace of God. Yeah. You can't. You can say you forgive somebody. And I've heard people say all the time that they forgive somebody or even me for something. And they truly don't. You can tell yeah. because they're bringing it up all the time. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, well, I forgive you. Well, then why would we keep bringing it up? Yeah. You've told me you forgive me a hundred times. Right. So anyways, that's the, that's the grace part of it. But <clears throat> I wanted to read, do you have something? No, you go ahead. Okay. I just wanted to read. Well, I found yeah, it's in Romans chapter seven when Paul goes through this, uh, uh, couple of verses that kind of sound confusing, but I relate to them completely. Okay. Uh, so anyways, uh, let me see, where should I start this at? Is it, uh, let me start it at two. So, I mean, I feel like reading the whole thing cause it's so good. Uh, but now let me start at seven. What shall we say then is the law sin? God forbid. Nay, I had not known sin, but by the law. For I had not known lust, except the law had said, thou shalt not covet. So the, for he, in this instance, he's saying that, yeah, he, he committed lust or coveted. Right. But at the time he was doing it, he didn't know that it was a sin. Right. Except for that the law said now it's a sin to covet. Right. So then he was like, oh, I'm committing a sin. And that does happen. A lot of people don't understand prideful behavior. Right. Or if something is pride for lacks humility. So anyways, I, I, I find that so it, it's interesting. It doesn't it doesn't absolve you from it. Right. Right. Uh, ignorance of the law is doesn't, an excuse. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, I didn't know the speed limit was 35. <laughs> right. I mean, 80 sounded reasonable. Yeah. Right. So anyway, so uh, but then. Oh, where was I? Seven. Yeah. So eight says, but sin taking occasion by the commandment wrought me and all manner of, uh, can, I don't even know what that word is. <laughs> uh, for without the law, sin was dead. People look at that. They're like, you don't know what that meant or how to say that Concu- concupiscence. 
Oh yeah. I know the word you're yeah. Anyways, whatever that word is for, I was alive without the law once, but when the commandment came, sin revived and I died and the commandment, which was ordained to life, I found to be unto death. So here we go for sin, taking occasion by the commandment deceived me and by it slew me. Wherefore the law is holy and the commandment, holy and just and good. And if you're listening, just hang on for a second. It's, It's coming. Was then that which is good made death unto me? God forbid. But sin, that it might appear sin, working death in me by that which is good, that sin by the commandment might become exceedingly or exceeding sinful. For we know that the law is spiritual. For I am carnal, sold under sin. For that which I do, I allow not. For what I would, that do I not. But what I hate, that do I. If then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that it is good. Now then, it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. Uh, And then it goes, it continues on. But that I'm telling you, and you can go down all the way to 21. He's saying, I don't want to do it. I do it. Right. Right. And and because I do it, I hate it. Yeah. Uh, And there's so much in there that uh, defines who we are as humans. Uh, and I'll get off of that, but I had to read that because it, you can, I told, I told Lucas last night, my 11 year old, I said, you cannot want to sin. You cannot want to sin all you want. All it's going to do is put it in the front of your mind about not sinning. Uh, I said, so what people need to realize is that one, you can't do two things at once. You can't think about two things at once. You can't right. think you can't be in sin and be in God. Yeah. You can't be worshiping God. So you can't do those two things. So stay to stay out of sin, be in God. Uh, I know it sounds very complex. It's relatively easy. If I go sit down and read my Bible, I'm not sitting down watching porn. Right. So if I'm in my Bible reading and praying and putting my mind earnestly in God, I'm not putting it in these other things. It doesn't mean I'm not going to sin currently in that moment. I won't. Right. Uh, and and I can relate to what Paul said. Uh, anyways, grace is, <laughs> this is, this is going to probably pop your head. <laughs> grace is, is, is God providing something that we don't deserve and we can't change. We can't change his grace. Right. That we can't stop it. Right. We can't increase it. All we can do is live to bring glory to God or worship God and and work to get the unmerited favor. Right? Like if we live to worship God, we get that favor. Right. If we don't, if we just go out and we go, well, I'm saved, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just gonna live outside God's will, not live by faith, uh, sin abound, whatever then we're not living in God to get that merited favor or blessing. Right. Uh, anyways. Yeah. Well, anyways, uh, you checked out on me. I went too far deep. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not I that. went left and right. Then brother, I'm not that deep at all. Yeah, so anyway, I, um, I, back to, I find it very fascinating how many people have no desire to live for God, to have no desire to understand him, but yet they always look to him. And I have, I have actually family members, um, you know, that have always said things like, Oh, you know, why did God allow that to happen? Uh, 
that person was a good person and, and all this stuff. Right. And, right. and they had the same example as I did. Um, my grandfather, he was a, he was a very godly man and he understood grace. Um, and he understood how you had to be in the family of God for God to, um, God isn't sitting in heaven like, Oh, that guy's not listening to me and he's going to strike him dead or whatever. That's not God. But, um, a lot of people think of him that way, yeah. you know, yeah. and they don't really put any thought into it. They just think for whatever reason, I guess the, all the stuff out there, you know, how God is good and, and you really don't have to do anything. Um, I, I guess they buy into that, but I've just always found that interesting. We talked about it a little earlier and um, it struck a chord with me. But the interesting thing is, um, the important thing is like in John one seventeen, for the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth come by Jesus Christ. We have to be in Jesus Christ. Yeah, you can't, you said it before, you can't receive God's grace if you're not a child of God. Yeah. You can't. Uh, won't go beat that up. There's, there are a lot of verses in the Bible that talk about God's grace, but you also need to look at the synonyms for God's grace. We talked about favor yeah, uh, as one of them. There's several more. Uh, if you have any decent Bible app, you can go through and look at them and see where God talks about uh, grace or favor. What's the one Bible app? The blue letter Bible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, that's really good. It takes yeah. a little while to figure out because I kept hitting an arrow to go backwards. It would take me all the way out of everything <laughs> I searched for like right. 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, it takes a little while. There's some good ones online too. I mean, uh, I only use, I use eSword and blue letter Bible. Those okay. are the only ones I I use because they're just, right. they're pretty thorough. Uh the only other thing I wanted to say about grace, uh, it's not works-based, right? It, it, a lot of people think that you have to do more to get more grace, right? Right. It's not a, the more you put in, the more you get out. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. We're already called, uh, to do works after our salvation, right? Right. That's the important part after our salvation. Uh, so I don't, it, there's nothing you can do to get more of it. Once you're saved, you already have God's grace. It's like, but you can stay in it. There's yeah. You can stay in it. There's, there are so many things like you know, we talked about the other day. We can't work for our salvation, obviously, but also we can't force things. Um, we have to grow. We have to grow and have an understanding. Yeah. Um, now God is merciful and he won't allow things to happen. Um, but there are some things, you know, like faith, you can't force faith. You, you can't, can't give it to anybody. Yeah. And you can't sit here and be like, I'm going to have faith. That this is going to work out well. Yeah. Um, maybe you're not at that level yet. If that makes sense. Yeah. That understanding, the understanding of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think that's so. important. You and I have talked about this before and we'll save it for, for that podcast, but you and I have talked about this before. This isn't complicated, but there are things you should have an understanding about yeah. in this because what happens is, and I know this happened to me. I mean, I went to church uh, growing up, you know, in, 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 and I'm talking, you know, six, seven, eight years old and continued in a religion around me, but I didn't understand any of this stuff. 
I didn't understand grace, salvation, sanctification. I didn't yeah. understand any of that. Right. And, it, and I say this to a lot of people uh, because I have come to understand it. This is a relationship that will, you will have eternal salvation. Your soul will go to heaven. Right. You should understand this completely. And here's why. Not for your own benefit. Right. It's not for your own benefit. It will help you. But it's for others that don't. There are other people that turn away from Christianity because they don't understand it. Yeah. They don't understand what eternal salvation means. Sanctification, righteousness, holiness. Uh, I mean, on and on. They don't understand it fully. Right. And that's what happens when people, nah, I'm not going to get off on that. Cause I was going to say, that's what happens when people doubt their salvation and uh, they don't have a good understanding. And to right. get a good understanding, you have to be in a great relationship. Right. I agree. <laughs> and there, there are <laughs> and so then many, there's that pause. Yeah. And there, but there, and there are so many people that, uh, no, that's another topic. Yeah. I mean, so we keep, we, we can, I don't know why we limit ourselves. <laughs> we, we segue into the, yeah, I know, man, things. people are like, I thought this was going to be about grace. Yeah. He's talking about his shoes. <laughs> what, what happened? Yeah. Uh, anyway, so. Well, if you buy these shoes, <laughs> right, you'll be. Right. Uh, right. And thanks for supporting this podcast. <laughs> but it's, right. it's one of those things. It, I hope we didn't make grace confusing. Uh, it's, it, there's nothing confusing about it. You, you're never going to use it up. You can't repay it. You're not going to, uh, you can't, you can't extend it. You can extend it to somebody else. You just can't give your portion of grace to anybody else. Right. But you can extend grace to somebody based on the grace that you get from God. Uh, and you should be a blessing and you should, you should bring favor to somebody, man. We get too wrapped up in all the stuff that, well, this happened to me and you know, I'm not going to let that happen to somebody else. Nah, come on. You know, grace and favor is what we're called to do as Christians. Uh, you know, love your neighbor as you would love yourself. And if you want grace for yourself, then you should extend it to somebody else. Yeah. Anyways, I think we beat it up. All right. Sound like a sound like a overcooked piece of meat. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Uh, listen, go to our website. Uh, it's it really does. We get a kick out of it when you go and you read some of the stuff that we put up there. Uh, the devotions, the plan of salvation is there. You can get to our podcast there. You can get to the community forum, uh, which we would love for you to go sign up for and start some conversations that are centered around Jesus Christ there. Uh, and then Alan, give your phone number, bro. 352-214-5062. Anybody needs to talk or tell us how bad we did? Uh, have any questions? Yeah. Give me a call. Tell somebody about the podcast. If you think it'll encourage them, there's episodes that we have really kind of blown it apart and not done so well, but there's some that we, uh, we feel are, uh, would be very beneficial for others. Yeah. So. Actually, we've gotten some great feedback on some of them. Yeah. So yeah, we and that's, that has I mean, nothing to do with us. No, definitely. It no. just, no, that goes all back to God. Yeah. Absolutely. We can't take glory for that. Now he's used us in ways we never would have imagined. Exactly. Anyways, have a blessed day. So that's it for this episode. We're glad you listened and hope you'll come back. Visit www.graceworks.net to listen to past episodes, read our daily devotions, or provide feedback. If you'd like to be a guest on our show, send us a message through Instagram, Facebook, or our website. And if these episodes have been an encouragement to you in any way, please share them. Have a blessed day.